0: reading today all to live like Jews. Yesterday morning, I had the joy of being out at Cascades to help uh, officiate the wedding. That's always a good moment, and it tends to be a little bit more funerals, it seems like, than wedding days. Uh, so it's always a joy to be out on a wedding uh, event. But one of the questions I'd like to ask is before the wedding, ask the couple, is there anybody I should know about? And usually there's a very quick ability for them to say, yes, here's the person, or in very good rare occasions. Peace is one of those big words. Like, you can do tons and tons of studies on the water, in the Jewish and Christian traditions is meant by peace. And when you at least trace it back to that Hebrew word, shalom, uh, peace is about wholeness. It's about not being divided, not being cut off, not being isolated, not being separate, but being whole. And that wholeness is what God, often like to stop or just the God side of it. If I have peace with God, who cares how I treat my neighbor? I don't it doesn't matter if I'm in conflict with them or can't get along. Right? It's just about God. But so much of our Bible is about love, the Lord, your God. right to this situation in which they're in a lot of conflict. You know, is our Christian faith marked by the right clothes, the right marks on our body, the right food, the right calendar? And into that scenario, Paul writes about another conflict. Because peace is actually the rarity, right? There's a lot of conflict. There's a lot to learn from all this conflict. Paul's like, I gotta his experiences in Antioch. Now, Antioch is in Syria. It might sound surprising to you that it was one of the third or fourth largest cities of the Roman Empire. It was a massive metropolitan city in which hypocrisy so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. That's not a good day for Paul. If you wanted to count what are good days in ministry, seeing Peter act in a way that you see as contrary to the gospel is not a good day. What are you going to do? This community is on tipping point. People are starving to fall away. What do you do when the conflict shows up what do you do when people especially the people that you respect are causing harm or distress or separation instead of justice and peace i don't think we're naturally something a little bit more enticing and you don't always do those things. There's this silo approach More harm is coming, and that's just what we got to God's creation. But does God see with those same eyes as we do? You know, the church, sadly, has championed a lot of destructive silo approaches. Uh, if anybody knows the term ghetto, that's a church thing. Back in Mary has its own simple path of segregation. Even when we don't actively cause segregation, we still are hurt by the lack of diversity, by the lack of unity in our churches. We need each other. We often separate. We often build walls. We often cut people off. And some of us, just personally, when conflict comes, to run or hide or kick somebody else out. But segregation and separation never lead to true peace. That last approach, covering our ears, covering our eyes, also prevents peace. How many of us, when we see something wrong or are someone judging Someone is sliding you. and you separate yourselves out and leave. lab. Vincent. And they said that they made this design in order to recognize, quote, actions that take place on one side have a direct consequence on the other side. When we want peace, we have to show up to it, we have to show up together. And when played correctly, we have joy and peace together. Um, but you can't choose to ignore it. It's hard to play a little all by yourself. You can go put some weight on your seesaw and make the other side really high and they can't play anymore but what is the type of world in which we all show up together to have peace to see the world through god's eyes of a peaceable kingdom But it seems like it only tastes what happened the word is to be spoken and be sealed to our